0: Welcome in A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. True Math Fitness is where you go for your first workout free. TrueMathFitness.com is how you sign up and to find out any of their great membership offerings. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today and you can match your first bet up to $1,000. Win or lose, courtesy of Superbook.com. True Rivers Ford, where you go for quality, American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. And of course, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. You can get your dream address without the stress at GaryAshton.com. So, as we look at the Titans and we've been discussing the 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 things that the have nots of this particular team for quite some time at this point. And so now we have to turn our attention to okay, well, how can they go about winning this game? So let's take a look at the defense and the struggles that they've had since Danico Autry got hurt. Specifically, Danico is kind of the flashpoint for me because they've been able to survive some missing pieces and parts in the secondary, right? They have survived missing bodies at linebacker. And in fact, we'll do so again uh, with David Long now on injured reserve. But what they have not, they've even survived Jeff Simmons not playing in a game against the Denver Broncos and still being able to pull off a win. What they have not been able to survive is the absence of one particular player on defense. So now as we look at this thing and we say, okay, well, the best thing that the Titans do, rush the passer is no longer the best thing that the Titans do. And until such time as Danico Autry is healthier and is available to play, well, maybe that is just the situation that will continue moving forward. So now as we talk about the Titans, well, we have to take a look at, okay, what else can be an X factor? And maybe Danico is the answer, depending on how this week of practice goes. But I'd like to start with your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Who is the biggest X factor for the Titans defensively? We will talk about this together in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, let's uh let's get into it together as you give me your nominees, and it can be any number of players, right? Bayard is an X factor. David Long has been at times an X factor at this year. You're not gonna, you're not gonna go wrong saying that Jeff Simmons is the X factor, given all the things that Jeff is when healthy, capable of doing. So who is your biggest Titans X factor on the defensive side of the ball? It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has quality American-made Ford vehicles and the best sales staff out there. Why are they the best? Not only because they're the friendliest and they win literal awards for customer service, but because they go above and beyond to make sure that you get exactly what you need. No matter how you like to shop, Two Rivers Ford is always going to have you covered. Uh, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com for all the 2023 model year Fords. So, who is the biggest X factor for the Titans defensively? Stephen King says Fulton Island. Well, it's Fulton County when he's healthy, and he's really not been that healthy down the stretch of the last let's call it a month and a half. Uh Christian Fulton is without question the best corner that the Titans have, but he has struggled with both a hamstring and now recently a groin. He missed uh he missed again today the practice and is was out last game dealing with this groin injury that he suffered against the Philadelphia Eagles. So as you look at Christian Fulton, it's tough for me to say that he's been an outright X factor because he's not been super available and they've been able to survive largely his absences uh in certain sense now there's no question they're a better team when he's out there and healthy but he's just he's not been healthy as of late uh for uh for let's see my x factor pick I would normally be says would normally say the defensive line but the chargers throw the ball a lot so my x factor for this particular game is going to be the titans cornerbacks yes they will they will have to make plays uh cuz they So for the first time uh, since mid-November, the Chargers have all their wide receivers available. Mike Williams looked great on Sunday against the Dolphins. He he was targeted six times. He caught all six of those passes for 115 yards and a touchdown. Like, he was balling out there. He's making contested catches. He had a 55-yard reception. He is the real deal. And they, by the way, they still have. Uh, They still have Keenan Allen and they still have Josh Palmer, who's turning into a really nice player or has because of the opportunities that he's gotten offense or rather defensively, though, the X factor to me has to be um, has to be Danico Autry, because for all the different players that they've been able to survive without. They have not been able to survive without this guy. To sit out and watch things unfold, Oh, huh? man, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible to watch. To watch my guys. You feel like you'd be a big difference maker down the stretch? Uh, like I said, it's just football in man. got yeah, So I remember when Danico Autry first signed with the Titans and producer Reed, I think we had a primetime show to do. And he went and found some Danico Autry audio or video somewhere during his time with the Colts. And he said, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna to want to use this. This guy is not a this guy's not a talker, and there he is, a man of few words, but he speaks with his play, right? And that has been the thing for Danico Autry. So at this point, um, Danico Autry is the biggest X factor that they have, and I'm gonna to explain to you why here in just a second, right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Prime Time is made possible by TrueMav Fitness. True Mav Fitness, in the gulch, your first workout is free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, they are going to help you accomplish your fitness goals. You can get a head start on it. You don't have to wait until the new year. I'm telling you, the results for me have been phenomenal. I cannot say enough about the group boot camp classes that TrueMav Fitness offers. And if that's not your vibe, they've got their open gym and personal training for you to take advantage of all of their great workouts. No workout is ever recycled or repeated. You're going to be in there doing something different, some kind of a different movement, maybe a different combination of different movements to make sure that your body is not kind of settling in that you don't plateau. Truemathfitness.com for any number of their memberships and for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. So, Denico Autry is the defensive X-factor for this Titans team. And I I go back I go back to 2020, right, where the Titans had a historically bad third down defense, where the Titans were one of the worst teams at getting to the quarterback that season. They tied a an NFL record for the least amount of sacks for a team that made the postseason that year. They uh they went they went and uh they went and met, they had like I think I think they had like 3 sacks in that game. So they were borderline the worst team in NFL history as far as getting to the quarterback to make the postseason at that point. And they needed, you know, the, uh, I believe it was Sam Sloman's field goal to win that game in Houston and seal the division, uh, for the first of three straight division titles. And so now, um, Danico Autry is absent and 2020, they had Jeff Simmons. They had Harold Landry. Now the rest of it around them was admittedly very, very poor. And those two guys can't do it all. But they had their two best players on defense, who I think most people would consider their two best at least front seven players at this point in Jeff and Harold. Harold's definitely their best pass rusher, and Jeff is their best defensive player, I think, at this point. And still, they were not a very good pass rush. Danico Autry has opened up so much for so many other players, including the production that he's able to create himself, that they, 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 to this point, do not have an answer to it without him they have uh they have been they have been trying to figure out they've been able to do it without Bud Dupree they've been able to do it without without Harold they've been able to do it without Jeff but this thing really stalls without Danico Autry and that's something that they're very very cognizant about John Laster says Buck I gotta ask this question that someone needs to ask Vrabel what happened to the playbook they used against the Packers that style fit them and worked so well. Why did they go away from that? Well, they didn't. It's just they, they're they not able to do it right now. Like against the Packers, they were able to execute that those plays. They're running the same plays. It's not like the playbook's different. They don't change playbooks. Like they have different plays that they'll deploy in certain matchup situations. But, you know, for the most part, it's still the same. Like it's the exact same Titans offense. The only difference is Traylon Burks isn't playing. Um, Traylon Burks makes a difference. Mike Williams makes all the difference in the world for the Chargers. And they have two good wide receivers already. The Titans do not. The Titans have uh the Titans have trailing Burks or bust, basically, at this point in their season. So it's not like the playbook has changed. And Mike Vrabel's gonna, if, if you were to ask Mike Vrabel that question, Johnny would snort at you and laugh and say, Well, yeah, no, it's not, we're not changing anything. We still run the football. We still use the play action pass. And, you know, it's just about execution. And right now, their execution isn't shit. So as uh, at this point, um, as you look at the uh, at the Titans, so let's let's use that as a jumping off point to talk about X factors offensively on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch. uh, We will uh, we will get into the conversation together. Dion Bonnet, Well, let's let's stay. Well, actually, this is this is related to our offensive conversation because Dion and Daryl John have just made comments uh, kind of working off. The previous comment about the Packers game. So let's talk about who is the who is the Titans' X factor offensively right now. Give me your response in the comment section. We will discuss at length together. While you do so, I will remind you that AZ Sports Prime Time is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you. That's what they gave to me: the peace of mind to know that I was getting the exact kind of home that I wanted to fit my budget and my needs. That Intel edge that the Ashton team has has put me in a position to succeed for years to come because they knew based on what I needed, but also how the Nashville real estate market has evolved, they knew how much my property value was going to increase when they put me in the spot that they did. And I'm telling you, it my my property value has nearly doubled in almost four years. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators, can be found at garyashton.com. So, as you look at the offense at this point, who is the X factor uh, as you would look at this? Um, John Laster says they used trick plays and misdirection plays. They kept the Packers confused. Hell, they kept us guessing what was coming next. After that game, they went back to being predictable. John, it's just not true. John, they threw their literal first offensive play of uh of the game against the Jags was a flea flicker it didn't work this time right like they're not they're running the same shit John like it's not the 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 misdirection runs well here's the thing they're not able to run counter as well as they were in the Packers game this is an important note so I won't dismiss it outright but they're running the same plays they are not running counter as a fit counter runs right where Derek takes one step, then counters back another way, and they're able to block it up. The run blocking has not been good enough for them to execute those. When they run those counter plays effectively, it also sets up the ability to run RPOs, right? Run pass options, where Ryan Tannehill can fake the counter, then hit the slant pattern while the defense tries to account for the running back because they know Derek is going to be able to make a play there. Those have not been as evident or at least they have not worked as effectively as they did then. So those are something that I would say that that's an accurate assessment. Um uh as as you look at that. But what the the offense again the offense has not changed. The offense never here's here's the biggest problem. The offense doesn't change. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still the same stuff. I'm watching teams be able to manufacture passing offense all over the league. And I see the Titans actively avoid it. Like they're down two scores against the Jags. And this, if by the way, if you listen to the, I would I mean, I always advise that you listen to the install because it's, I think I'm biased. I think it's a really good product with Greg, uh, with Greg and I every week. But I do think that the, uh, I do think that what Greg points out about their situational approach speaks to a philosophical thing. And the philosophy of that does not come from Todd Downing. It's a Mike Vrabel philosophy. They are trailing by two touchdowns against the Jags in the second half. The Jags have just rattled off a seven-minute touchdown drive to further the score separation. And do you know what kind of personnel grouping the Titans came out in? Two tight ends, a sixth offensive lineman, and they're going to run the football. After you've already gone halfway through the first quarter, or through the third quarter, and botched your opening possession of the third quarter, right? They have a philosophical approach. Lamar Daniel says, well, that's called play calling, and who calls the plays? Lamar, you have to understand that the philosophical approach of the Titans, yes, Todd Downing calls the plays that are deemed good within the philosophy of the structure. But the philosophy of the structure comes from Mike Vrabel. If you want answers as to why the offense looks the same, start with Mike. Todd Downing calls the plays. Mike Vrabel is involved with how they go about calling those plays. And that's not new. That's been a thing for LaFleur, it was a thing for Arthur. Some guys do it better than others. But this is why I think the I think the Downing thing is so wildly overrated because you look at this and you say okay, what's what's remained consistent despite the coordinator? Well, the philosophical approach to the offense has remained consistent. Now, yes, Derrick Henry here matters. Derrick Henry is a special player. You should try and play to Derrick Henry's strengths, and you should try to play your roster to Derrick Henry's strengths. But it can't be totally married on it. And, like, they they are a shell of themselves when they can't use Derrick. And you just can't, you can't exist that way. No, no, you cannot have such a high percentage of your offense predicated on one player in the NFL. Injuries, look at this team. All the time, injuries happen. And when they can't utilize Derek the way that they want to do, well, then they're beatable. Like that's the formula. If you take away Derek, you're going to force their passing game to beat you. The Titans philosophically do not, do not attack you that way, and they repeat it over and over and over again. That is the pattern of behavior. That's why I think it drives you guys so crazy because you've seen it a million times over five years, and it doesn't matter who the coordinator is. Sometimes it works better than others. Sometimes you have better players than others. Sometimes you can pull it off. Sometimes you can't. But that I think is the biggest thing here. Now, as far as X factors go. Well, Traylon Burks is the closest thing that they have, but Traylon Burks is not available right now. So in the meantime, it's been Chig. He just comes to work every day, and, and he seems to take advantage of, of every opportunity he gets. You know, I think that's something that jumps out is, you know, from early in the season. You know, got him the ball a few times, and I said, hey, we got to get this guy in more. You know, it just seems like, uh, you know, it's hard to bring down. He's physical. Uh, he catches the ball extremely well. He, he plays fast. Uh, he has everything you look for receiving in the past. And so um, just, just building on, on those good things he's done, you've seen his, his uh, role grow as the season's gone on, and uh, yeah, just want to keep him improving in the right direction. So that's Ryan Tannehill talking about rookie tight end Chig Okonkwo. And Chig, by the way, received 20, uh, 25% of the Titans passing targets went to Chig this week. Now, it wasn't good enough for them to win the game, but Chig made it it benefited them to continue to go at Chig that way, to continue to go at Hooper that way. I think that the uh, I think that the situation for the Titans right now is Chig is the closest thing that they have an, to an X Factor. He gets yards after the catch. He gets yards after contact. He made that spectacular helmet catch on the two point conversion. He's a playmaker. Now, um Chig and Derek are not enough to get it done. They need trailing they need a passing game beyond what the tight ends can give them. And the tight ends are giving them as much as they can right now. You've seen Swames to their credit. You've seen Swames passing or you seen swames offensive reps decrease chicken Hooper, are getting more targets, more looks, more percentage of the plays. Um, but I, I think as you look at this uh, Burks, chicken Hooper, uh, John points out are proving to be a good trio. Well, they would, if they could stay on the field together and, and they haven't been consistently on the field together. The other two have been available. Burks has obviously struggled to remain on the field through no fault of his own. So offensively, probably Chig for this point. Uh, Kyle Severin says, we need Kyle Phillips too. If he lives up to what we heard all camp, you know, I just, I have such low expectations for him. And it's not because, it's not because anything that Kyle did. It's just, you know, he's not been available for them to use. Like he's just not, he, he has been a, a a player that has contributed in one game, truly contributed in one game this year. He's played in, I think, three or four. Um, but beyond the the 47-yard catch to set up the missed Randy Bullock field goal that would have been able to, was it tie the Giants? They would have been able to, I think they would have been able to tie the Giants. I don't think they could have taken the lead. I don't remember the exact circumstance um it's week one seems like an eternity ago i guess at this point i mean i guess it was it was literally three months ago but um beyond the giants game like kyle phillips has not been like i don't count on production from kyle phillips you know what i'm saying it's just it's not been it the 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 situation that they most need rectified is the offensive line as royal Wright correctly says the offensive line is a shit show and there are no there are no solutions uh evident at this point, um, that, uh, that should be able to, uh, or that that can help them as far as the offensive line right now, beyond the guys that they have playing better. And that's, you know, it doesn't look like that they're capable of playing better at this point. We'll see what happens. So let's wrap things up with this question for you on a to Z sports prime time. And it's always appreciate you guys spending your time with us. What's the worst penalty in football right now? It's real simple. What's the worst penalty in professional football at this point. Oh, it is for the win. So it was not for the tie, it was for the win. Thank you, Lamar. I didn't I did not remember the exact score scenario of the Giants off the top of my head. But in the meantime, uh let us talk about what the worst penalty in the NFL is at this very moment. Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. We will discuss at length together, right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by our good friends at Superbook Sports. They will be your friends, too, because they'll match your first bet up to $1,000. And they offer you the opportunity to take the fight to Vegas at any given point. They will allow you to wager on every major sport. If you are a Tennessee sports fan, they specifically have great odds boost and promo bets on all your favorite local teams. There's a tab in the app that you click. Tennessee teams right there, Grizzlies, Preds, Titans, and Vols all right there for you in the Superbook Sports app. So download the SuperBook app today. Terms and conditions. Go to SuperBook.com. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line one 9789 So, what's the worst penalty in football right now? Uh, let's see. Pass interference on underthrown balls, says Jonathan Earl. That's a good one. Uh, lineman down the field, says Kier. To say, well, that's a pretty reasonable one. You can't get the you can't get them moving downfield. If you botch a screen pass, I think those operational penalties are fair. Penny uh, says, worst under what context? Well, which one do you hate the worst? Like, it doesn't have to be. I don't think it has to be in any particular context. Like, which penalty in the NFL do you hate the worst right now? The celebration for Major Keys. Yeah, the no fun league kind of sucks. Roughing the passer, says Derek R. And this is the important clarification. Roughing the passer, or at least the way that it's called. And that last part is critical to me. Because the way that it's called makes the roughing the passer penalties uh, even more egregious because there have been some awful ones since they changed the rule, the body weight rule, the whole thing. The roughing the passer situation has been really, really poor, and that's something that was discussed at and uh, the NFL owners' meetings today. Well, and Troy Vincent, to my knowledge, would not be alone in that. It, it was, in theory, I, I think there was a, a lot good there going into the uh, having pass interference reviewable, but in practice – it was inconsistent. Remember, it was a brutal like early month of the season and everyone kind of adjusted. Then the it seemed the standards kind of changed. It was, it was not a good experience. And yes, everyone watching at home wants the consistency. They want the instant gratification of fixing this or fixing that. It's just hard to imagine the league getting to a point, Tom, uh, where they could reach a, a place where making roughing the passers too reviewable would be palatable. That's one interesting topic that was discussed I imagine, Tom, you have some thoughts on the auto ejection <laughs> possibility on this as well, including your very pertinent question to Troy Vincent on it. They have to make it reviewable. It's so bad. It, the the roughing the passer stuff has been so so bad. Um, the the body weight penalty Lewis brings up is uh, just such a brutal, uh, just such a brutal penalty at this point because there's only so much that a three hundred pound man can do as far as stopping his momentum. Is it well intended? Yes. Is it going to benefit the quarterbacks, which is ultimately what the league wants? Yes. They want more points. They want healthier quarterbacks. But, like, you know, they're changing all the rules and still these quarterbacks continue to get hurt. Jimmy G, Lamar, Tannehill. Like, football is going to lend itself to injury, unfortunately, for those who play it. And while I understand the intent of the body weight rule, it is not by percentage made the quarterbacks healthier because of how unhealthy the sport is just generally to play these things can happen at any point um kyler right like kyler was a complete non-contact injury there's nothing that you know keeping uh who was the the cardinals opponent in that game the raiders there's nothing to keep max crosby max crosby landing on kyler murray a certain way isn't going to tear his acl more than the turf did at his on his home field right like it's just uh It's just not – it's just the worst. I really – to at least make it reviewable so that it's not consistently hurting defensive players this badly, and at least there's an opportunity for some kind – I mean, it would bog down the games and make the game slower, which kind of sucks. But if they're going to have to keep it, and they're probably going to keep it, then at least make it reviewable at this point. All right. it's going to do it for us tonight on this primetime show. Thank you guys, as always, for spending your Sunday through Thursday night with us. That means one more show to go. Uh, radio show is going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Kevin Byard is going to be on with us. You'll hear some great analysis from Greg Cosell of NFL films. And certainly we'll be back to talk more Titans tomorrow night on a to Z sports prime time. Have a great rest of your evening. Radio show starts at 10 KB, I believe is on at 12 15. Uh, but you should be listening to the radio show, uh, all three hours, 10 to one. If, uh, if you care about me, if you love me the way that I love you, I would appreciate you guys spending your time with us. And by the way, for those of you who uh who do listen to the radio show, y'all have been killing it because we keep getting uh we keep getting, you know, not to toot our own horn here. And it's really got nothing to do with us. It's just the fact that you guys support this thing. Like our our ratings have been through the roof, and we could not be more grateful. Uh, both here on Primetime and for the radio show. And the the numbers on all the alt podcasts are really, really strong too. So thank you guys uh, for supporting people or for supporting us the way that we uh the way that we need you to. Have a great night. See you guys tomorrow. On the radio, and if not on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Ain't no such time when she's gone. It ain't warm when she goes away. Ain't no such time when she's gone. she's always gone too long. time she goes away.